Welcome to Journeys of Teaching. I'm Aaron R. Gearhart. This week we are exploring the journey of Mr. Marcellus Clement. Marcellus is a former PE teacher and girls basketball coach who now serves as an assistant principal at Stephen Decatur Middle School in Clinton, Maryland. Marcellus earned his administrative certification from McDaniel College in Westminster, Maryland. On the previous two episodes in this podcast feed, we met Marcellus and learned about how he developed his professionalism, work ethic, and high expectations for himself and his students. We also learned about his work as a basketball coach and how it carries over to the way he evaluates and supports the growth of teachers in his school. Today, we round out Marcellus's narrative as it stands now with a conversation about the support and encouragement he received that motivated him to pursue his current career as a middle school administrator. More about when you when you made that jump from classroom teaching to pursuing um, your degree to become an administrator. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a similar experience to what you talked about where I, I think I was bringing my final draft. We had to like get it bound and printed at a, like an official print shop uh, from mm-hmm. the master's, my thesis mm-hmm. and the hand delivered on campus. So I brought it in. It was funny. I brought this in. I was supposed to go to dinner like a half hour later before a SmackDown. Okay. Can oh, you, okay. Yeah, I get it okay. now. I get it. All right. Sorry. So I'll start. I'll start the story over real quick, yep. just for continuity. Please. I was, supposed to, I was supposed to go to a SmackDown taping. This would have been like 2014 or 2015 in Moline, mm-hmm. Illinois. Um, mm-hmm. The campus where I was getting my master's, I had to hand deliver like a bound printed copy of my my final thesis on campus. It was like just two miles down the road. I was late to mm-hmm. dinner because my thesis advisor and I got to talk and she said, you know, this assignment seemed like it came pretty naturally to you. You can write and your, your work in the course has been solid. Have you ever considered continuing on and getting a doctorate? I said, no, not really. <laughs> you, sh- you should. And I, I chewed on that for about a year. And then I ended up starting the program at Illinois state in 2016. So I had a similar experience where I had someone kind of nudging me in that direction. And then my yeah. mom and my wife were also like, yeah, you know, we support you if this is what you choose to do, things like that. So like, what did that look like making that jump? And like, what was it about the work? Like, I know you compared it a little bit to coaching before. Yeah. What was it about the work that appealed to you um, to kind of make that jump? Cause you've had to give up coaching to do I this did. job. I did. And so that was probably not an easy decision either. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. And, and kind of what your story was, you never know who's watching you to see the work that you can do. And that's what I picked up from you. And it's the same thing that happened to me. So I'm going to tell this story in a little bit of parts too. Sure. So my first year teaching, this is, this is very funny. So my name is spelled Mm C-L-E-M-E-N-T. However, I was very upset when I first got in the County because they misspelled my name and that was my email. So it was C-L-E-M-A-N-T. So I'm like, why am I not getting any emails or why can't I log in? So I found out the board when I first got hired misspelled my name. So I, I had a, very trigger about that because I want to make sure I get my name right. You know, I want to make sure sometimes people jokingly put an S at the end of the name and everything. And I was like, no, it's not Clemens, it's Clement. So yeah. I just had that little thing where I was at that time. So, 
two months into my first year, I got an email um, talking about a teacher union meeting and a teacher misspelled my name that was there. And I flipped. I flipped it myself internally, but I didn't do any like curse. No, I, literally, like I was like, oh my God, I could never see you actually flipping on somebody. But I was like that. flipping because think about this time. They misspelled my name in the county and I just got born. I was a student here. How can you misspell my name and now I'm an educator? Yeah. So I just I just ranted in the email. And the email was like, so first of all, my name is not Clements, Clement, 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 whatever is Marcellus <laughs> Clement. And understand that when I'm hearing this, let's support what we're trying to do for this teacher union. I forgot what I said when it comes that but it was very professional but it kind of woke up a lot of people and they start emailing me and I was like he's like wow did you realize that sounded like an administrator I'm gonna call you mini straighter I was like where did this come from I'm two months in and you thinking I want to be an administrator huh fast forward I had to be reduced from my school because in in our county if you're the youngest one or your enrollment goes down teachers have to leave and go to another place. It was three PE teachers at the time and I was the youngest one. So I had to move to a high school. Didn't want to do it, but that's where the county had to reduce my position. And then I ended up moving to a high school. Mm -hmm. When I moved to that high school, that was the first time I taught in high school. And the principal at the time, who I didn't even know, knew my name, she probably came and saw me once during the whole time. But when she had the end of the year evaluation for me, she said, Mr. Clement, have you ever thought about being an administrator? And I'm like, I didn't even know you knew who I was at the time. I just got here in September. You probably saw me once. And you're asking me this at the end of the time. And her name was Tanya Washington, the principal at the high school I was. And she was the first person that brought in even the thought of me going into administration. I never thought of it before. She ended up dying two years later, unfortunately, but that was like the first person I gave homage to even give me the thinking or opportunity for. So then I got an opportunity after I left that high school to go to another high school, which was Mm -hmm. called the International High School of Largo, where I taught for three years there. So where I taught there, that's when that principal really saw things in me where she gave me multiple opportunities of being a testing coordinator, a teacher leader. That's really, I expanded on, wow, now this is what administration is like to try to see, hey, do you want to do this? Would you consider her to be kind of a mentor to you looking back? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Do you guys still connect? Oh, yeah, absolutely. She still checks in with me from time to time, and I still check in with her to make sure she's doing good. Um, But she really really provided a lot of opportunities for for me on that, and it really expanded on, like, what I did as a teacher. Now, remember talking about uniform. I used to come as the PE regalia, you know, the the shorts, the sweatpants, the sweatshirts and stuff like that. But it kind of changed my mindset of how she built me on different things. Like even though I was a PE teacher now, now I'm not dressing as a PE teacher. And even the students saw me in a different, like, oh yeah, he does teach PE, but they see me for much more about what I did in the building. So then I had a good friend, his name is Troy Grant, um, who taught with me at the International High School. It was one of those things like, okay, we need to have a talk. We need to sit down. You know you're wasting your time, right? I was like, what do you mean? You need to go get your uh, administration certificate so you can do this. And he said, I'll even do this with you. And the way he talked to me that day, it lit a fire in me and said, okay, I'm going to do this. Like, let's make the jump now. Yeah, let's make the jump now. So I went back to my alma mater, McDaniel College, and I went and did my certificate with them. Um, And it flew by fast. I did it within like 18, or actually nine months. I remember you told me that you finished it. I was like, I thought you just started, dude. I finished in nine months because really I doubled up more courses and took two at a time. I said, let's do this now. Let's get it out the way. and then I jumped into it. But if it wasn't for, you know, just thinking about how people see things in you over steps and times, 
I probably never would have realized it in myself because I really take the feedback of what people see in my career or my development. And I never, ever want to make sure going back to what I said earlier, it's like I'm not reaching my full potential. So then I said, I can do this. Thinking about what it means to be a testing coordinator, what it means to be data, how data impacts your school. I can impact teachers that impact students that just directly impact the students. So I said, why not try it? Um, and then I got an opportunity to be assistant principal and it, it's been amazing since. And I'm still even learning more now mm-hmm. going through that journey. But just paying attention to detail of those experiences and people giving you opportunities to allow me to see education in a different light, allow me to be where I am today. And it's so, that's so great to hear how many people you had along that journey that mm-hmm. built you up and believed in you and supported you. Yep. Not, not everybody's fortunate enough to have that support. And no. so it just makes me so happy to hear an example of that. I think the teaching profession, sometimes it gets looked at as this very isolated endeavor where like you're in your classroom, you have your students, you may or may not talk to other professionals and educators and team members that day. Um, so it can it can be a little doldrums sometimes. Yep. Are you finding in your current role, obviously you're building up providing feedback and helping improve your practices of the teachers you're working with and the students you impact as well. Are you able to, have you ever had the opportunity? I know it's only been a couple of years to like mm-hmm. lift up any of any other professionals, like, Hey, I see this and you type of a thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, and I spoke to this um, when somebody asked me on an interview to go to this principal program that I'm in now. And the question was, in order to be a dynamic leader, you have to be dynamic yourself. And when you're dynamic, you can push other people to be dynamic. So have you ever done that within your administration career so far? So it happened with this one lady named Sharice Hazel, who was a math teacher at Stephen Decatur, who's no longer there now. She is an instructional lead teacher. And when you think about the, uh, the pedagogy of teachers that they grow, you know, you can jump to administration, but sometimes instructional lead teachers or data coach are a natural um, progression from the classroom. So she's not in the classroom anymore. So when I first became an assistant principal, and once again, I was 30 years old when I first became an assistant principal. So once again, I'm still young when you're in that position. And I think she was trying to challenge me. She was trying to see what I really knew. Now, granted, she was a math teacher. So not knowing people think, oh, what you used to teach? Former PE teacher. But as I mentioned before, I got math as a master. So don't sleep on the math. Sure, I, sure. I know my math. Yeah. Uh, so she was kind of challenging me a little bit to see what I knew about instruction. So she said, Mr. Clement, I want you to come teach my class. I said, OK. But what she realized I wasn't going to or what I was doing was I wasn't teaching her students per se. Yeah, I was in front of them. I was leading them. But I was really teaching her. So like the differentiation, the question techniques, how you group your students, those little implications. I was teaching her because I wanted to make sure she was impacted by it, not necessarily the students. Now, the students understood. And when she asked, well, do y'all want Mr. Clement to come back and grade an assignment? It was like, no, he's too hard. We want you. We want you. <laughs> um, but it, it was it was a sign of a respect. And it was kind of joking what they said, that, but they kind of respected to see, oh, he really knows what he's talking about. Well, and you, you're, you're willing to do like you're not willing. What's the old adage? Like you're, you're not going to ask her to do something that you're not also willing to do. Exactly. And I, and I think people appreciate that. Yep. And she, and she did too. And it kind of helped because it, it showed her instruction in a different light. And me and her still talk because now she's even thinking as an instructional lead teacher, how do I use this to improve teachers? And she kind of uses some of the same strategies I use with her in our feedback conversations. And now she's using it with um, her teachers that she's working with. So that, did, that was an opportunity where I got a chance to really um, develop 
other teachers in my position to help groom them on their on their pathway. Um, Cause I always want to find ways to give back because like a good friend told me, he said, man, if you do anything as an administrator and I always thank people for saying, helping me with this, answer my questions. Mm-hmm. They said, just pass it forward. So that means the knowledge I had, pass it forward to somebody else so they can grow and pass it over to somebody else. I never want to be selfish. Even my principal to this day, she is my rock where she's really building me up to make sure I'm ready to become a principal as well. So still continue to get that. And I'm going to pass it to somebody else continuously. That's got to be pretty fulfilling, the work you're doing now. It sounds like that you're very, you're fulfilled and you're inspired. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. um, And I mean, inspired to the point where where you're you're ready to take on your own Mm -hmm. whenever that blessing should come to be. Hopefully, you know, hard work payoff that's going to come sooner than later type of thing. Absolutely. At the right time, though, definitely at the right time. Teaching is a social endeavor. Grit and hard work are a big part of succeeding as an educator and making the decision to branch out to other career paths in this line of work. However, it is certainly helpful to involve supportive others in the dialogue, rather than just have that conversation with oneself, especially when it involves taking a risk and trying something new. It is also critical that, like Marcellus, we pay it forward and encourage and support other fellow educators in their journeys. I want to thank Marcellus for sharing his stories of teaching on this podcast. You can follow Marcellus on Twitter at MrClementEDU. That's M-R-C-L-E-M-E-N-T-E-D-U. My contact information is in the episode description. This episode marks the conclusion of Season 1 of Journeys of Teaching. I want to thank all of the fellow educators that sat down to speak with me and share their stories. I also want to thank my home institution, Columbus State University, for the support of this podcast through the University Grants Program that funded the purchase of my recording equipment. Thank you to Mitch Fur for the contribution of the theme music featured in the intro, outro, and transitions on the show, and my brother Adam Gearhart for the podcast and social media artwork. Season two of Journeys of Teaching will return in August. I've already recorded conversations with some really great educators from a variety of backgrounds and disciplines that have powerful stories of pedagogy to share from across the country. I'm also looking forward to potentially interviewing my wife, who's an elementary teacher of music of 11 years and counting at some point for the podcast. This is Journeys of Teaching. I'm Aaron R. Gearhart, and thank you so much for listening. <laughs>